It's more than just experiencing joy. It's experiencing your full capability. When you are fully capable, when you're not tired at the end of a day, when you're not tired at the beginning of a day, when you have focus to do what it is you have to do and then also energy to do what you want to do, I bet half of you don't experience that. There's a reason for that. You were born to experience that. So don't settle for less. Welcome to The Madeline Show. to the Madeline show. I am here with Emily Penton. Emily is a transformational coach. People that work with her, myself included, are literally not the same. They're not the same person as when they started. And I can testify to that because I've worked with Emily since August and my whole life is different. And we'll talk about that on this episode. It's due to a lot of things, and Emily has had her hand in all of them. She, oh my gosh, how do I even introduce this woman? Oh my gosh, she has so many talents, so many God-given talents. Um, I mean, everyone is unique, right? Everyone is a unique, special person. Emily is different. Emily is... (laughs) Emily is a gift from God, literally, and God works through her. She is God's hand, and... Um, she's a a clear, clean vessel to be God's hand. And you'll find out why. Um, I'll just tell you straight up, her superpower is love. When she first told me that, I was like, "Mm, yeah, okay, but like how so? It really is. This woman can love unconditionally in a way that I might even never get to in this lifetime. It's phenomenal. I'm talking just like any person, even people that wrong her. (laughs) She loves them. And I am still learning that from her. I signed up to work with her for all of 2023 and you have the opportunity to work with her in her inner clarity eight week system to start just like I did if you'd like. So stick around to the end of this episode to find out just how you can connect with Emily. Emily, welcome to the Madeline show. Thank you so much. You have no idea how grateful I am to be in this moment with you. Mm, Long time coming, right? We've been talking about doing this for a while. We needed to wait though, waiting for God's timing, waiting for divine timing. And we have a lot to talk about now that we've been in relationship for a long time. Yeah. If we had done it at the beginning, I don't think it would have been nearly as deep as it will Mm. be today. Yeah, it definitely would have been different. And on that note, we should do another podcast episode maybe in six months and Mm. see what's different then. Um, I'm going to give you guys – normally I just let the guests introduce themselves, but since Emily is my coach, I'm going to give you a little background on where I was when I met Emily and where I am now and then to show you the transformation. And then Emily, 
she can tell us how she got to this point, a little synopsis of the life story, and then we'll have a really nice back and forth conversation for you guys to learn from and be inspired from. So I reached out to Emily. Well, actually, back it up. When I was in Alaska, I watched an Instagram live that Emily did with someone else. Uh, my boyfriend sent it to me um, because they were, well, Emily was sharing her story, which she'll share a little bit with you and from her side. <laughs> but I just secondhand, she was talking about how she had MS and doctors were telling me at this time that maybe I had MS and doctors were also telling me that I had bipolar and Emily said she had bipolar. She was using the word had, had these things. You guys, Emily was not able to swallow. Her brain turned her body off. And since switching to a carnivore diet, she is not only fully functioning, walking around, um, but she has had this joy that she talked about that never went away. And this joy that she talked about was something I wanted because I did not feel that at the time. I was incredibly tired. Um, doctors took me to, to a sleep study. I couldn't focus on my computer. They said maybe I needed glasses. Um, I was in PT for six months, not getting better. I had all this phantom pain, 12 x-rays, an MRI. I'm actually about to get another MRI in my brain just to make sure I don't have MS. Um, but I haven't had neuropathy now for months um, since switching to the carnivore diet. And so all of these things were happening to me that no one could really explain. You know, glasses didn't fix it. PT didn't fix it. Um, therapy wasn't fixing anything. I was miserable. I was confused. I was frantic. My brain couldn't focus on anything. I was bouncing back and forth. I had these outspurts of uh, just like ne negativity that would come out like I was watching like some someone inside of me who was really mean, like respond to people that, that I loved and I would watch it happen. Um, like an example would be my mom would say something to me while I'm doing the dishes and I would just like snap at her and I would watch myself do it from this like bird's eye view, like, wow, that wasn't me. Um, and not that I'm not taking responsibility for my actions. It was definitely me saying that thing. And I don't have multiple personalities. Like I I think you guys can relate on this. Like you say something that you regret, right? So like that, um, but it was happening a lot, <laughs> like too much. And I, I couldn't focus. I was so annoyed and it, I was so sad. I was all over the place. My moods, I was having mixed episodes. So my bipolar mixed episodes are when you, well, it can be multiple things, but for me, I would be sad and then my brain would be spinning, would not turn off and it would just tell me all these horrible things about myself, things that I knew weren't true, but I couldn't turn it off. I was like, I was like, I had these blinders on and just seeing Emily and a few other people online say that they were able to experience joy, not have their symptoms come back after switching to this carnivore diet made me curious. So I reached out to Emily to book a clarity call, but I was actually traveling at this point, moving from Alaska back to Michigan, um, moving because of all this health stuff that was going on that the doctors up there couldn't pinpoint. Um, and so I wanted to be closer to hospitals, closer to family, all the things. And since I was traveling, I couldn't get on a clarity call with Emily. Um, she does have clarity calls available for you guys. The, those links, all those links will be in the show notes if you want to book a call with her. Um, and then while I was traveling, you know, she had started to follow me and I noticed she was commenting on my stuff and she was, you know, she's a business owner. So she was engaged with my content as I was engaged with her um, health related content. 
And so I decided to just reach out to her. And then we hopped on a phone call. And the rest is history, which you will hear today. So that's my little story. Um, Emily, do you want to go into a little bit more detail about what happened to you four years ago um, and before that and why you are a coach now? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I um, traditionally am trained as a therapist and I was practicing as a therapist. And so I had the in on mental health. Um, And as you will find, a lot of people go into um, the mental health uh, field to fix themselves. Um, And I I didn't realize it actually at the beginning. I didn't get diagnosed until I was already in my master's program. And then I uh, was like, oh, okay, I'm one of them. (laughs) I'm one of the crazy people that need help. Oh, my goodness. Um, but I, you know, I learned uh, more about it and then I was actually, you know, trying all of the modalities and everything. Um, but unfortunately my bipolar, uh, kept getting worse. Um, and at that time I was eating, um, the standard American diet and it wasn't even like, I was like healthy. Um, I would make two batches of cookie, cookie dough so that I could eat the entire batch of one uh, batch of cookie dough and then bake the other batch and then eat the cookies. I would eat entire pizzas by myself, um, ice cream right out of the carton, beer, wine, liquor uh, daily. Um, And so it was it was not pretty. Um, And my body was screaming. Um, And then I um, I turned into rapid cycling. And so then it became unethical for me to even practice because before I had two to three awesome days a week where I would just knock it out of the park and everybody was happy. My supervisors were like, oh my gosh, you're the best therapist. This is amazing. My clients, the families of my clients, like everybody loved me. But what they didn't know was that the other days of the week I was in bed and I couldn't even pick up my phone. I was paralyzed completely paralyzed with depression, with anxiety, with, I can't even put a name on it. How, how come I can't pick up my phone? What's scary about my phone? Why can't I respond to an email? What's scary about an email? But I was paralyzed. Um, and then it, like I said, it turned into rapid cycling where I wouldn't know who I was from one day to the next. So it wasn't, ethical and practical for me to schedule my day. So I quit working at the age of 40 and I moved in with my mom. And then it was like my pit of mental illness, hell, like dig a, dug a bunker underneath there. Like it was pure misery. Um, and then I found out that I have multiple sclerosis, which I had symptoms of that for 10 years, just didn't know. I wasn't able to put all the pieces together until I couldn't swallow. Then they did the MRI. Then I couldn't walk without an assistive device and I had delayed and slurred speech. Um, but for some reason, I, I stumbled across, uh, not for some reason, for a divine appointment reason, I stumbled across a carnivore and there was this knowing inside of me. Like 
here I go from chaos, chaos, chaos. I don't know who I am. I don't know what to do from one day to the next. I'm presented carnivore and all of a sudden I know. I, I can't describe it, but I knew that I knew that I knew that my brain needed animal fat. And so I started eating animal fat like it was my job. And um, I started this in February, 2019. My last manic or depressive episode was April of 2019. My last MS symptom was May of 2019. My psychiatrist tapered me off of my cocktail of medications that I was on. And um, I went back to work in June of 2019. I've been working full-time ever since. Um, and then I, my last psych med was September of 2019. And so it's a miracle that I'm walking. It's a miracle that I'm functioning. And the joy that I experience every day is, uh, it, 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 it's indescribable. Tell us more about the joy and when the joy started to come on and how, how long it took for you to, you know, from your diet shift to actually feeling that like little glimpse of, oh, wow, the, the birds are singing, the sun is out. They always have been, but now I notice it. Yeah, um, it is. It's like what I say is that we have bipolar glasses. And so we're literally seeing everything through this lens of bipolar disorder. Like you, your example of whenever you're doing the dishes and your mom says something and you just pop off and you just say something. When you're seeing that through those lenses, it makes sense. We do what makes sense to us. It makes sense that your mom deserved that you know, obnoxious comment. Um, it made sense to me that I was irritable and, and uh, really rude. Um, I was not a nice person uh, to my family at all. Um, so for me, um, that was a logical behavior. I'm miserable. I don't see any light at the end of the tunnel. All I see is darkness and disappointment and failure over and over. It was like Groundhog Day. Like there's no good end to this story. And then... I was about, um, I would think it was probably about four, three or four weeks into this way of eating. And mind you, I went from all that junk that I was eating, the sugar and the processed food to overnight. I don't recommend that for everybody, but for me, it was, it was my knowing it was what I needed to do. And so I'm a rip the bandaid off kind of a girl. Um, so I ripped the bandaid off, but then within three to four weeks, I had this glimpse of hope and it was 10 minutes. And I remember I was driving and I'm driving, uh, I was going to, I think back from picking or dropping my son off at school in the morning. And normally I'm like, like, I'm just mad at the world that I'm awake and I got to go back home and do laundry or whatever. And I wasn't even working at that time. And all of a sudden I had this thought of joy. And then I had this follow-up thought of maybe, maybe I'll do this today. Like I thought about my future and normally I'm like trying to survive every single moment, much less plan for the day, plan for the future. And it only lasted for 10 minutes. But it was so remarkable because I don't remember ever experiencing 
joy. Maybe I, I'm sure I did as a child, but it was like, it's been, it had been like 20 something years since I'd experienced true joy. And, um, then the next day it was 15 minutes. Um, and then the next day, like it just progressively got better. And now I literally can't have a bad day. It's just this overwhelming sense of joy. It's like a wellspring that just springs up in me. That is just no matter what happens to me and bad things still happen to me. I'm just like, oh, we're going to, I can't wait to see how this is going to play out. This is going to be awesome. And it's just a different world. I, you guys listening to this, I know it sounds too good to be true. And it almost sounds like, okay, well, that's your, just your experience of being a, a happy person. But I talk to Emily every single day. I've talked to Emily every single day for the last three, four, four months. I don't even know since August. And she's serious. This woman wakes up with like songbirds going off and Cupid and his bow and arrow flying through the air and like imagine like a fan like Beyonce just like blowing her hair back. <laughs> Today's going to be an amazing day. It doesn't matter if someone wronged her or she has, you know, things to be really worried about. She's just not. I will say this isn't this isn't only because of the animal diet. It's also because of Emily's faith. And so we'll talk about God on this episode too. And so it's a combination of I would say I mean I'm speaking for you now Emily, but the diet, your faith and you standing in your purpose and being there helping people. I is is there anything else off the top of your head that kind of seems like the trifecta to me that is allowing you to feel this joy and actually wake up joyful at like four in the morning every single day. hundred <laughs> percent. And, and I think looking back, I couldn't get to the spiritual aspect of it without removing the sugar and the processed food first. Mm -hmm. It was just like, that was the first layer of crud that was on top of me that I had to remove so that I could get to the faith and the purpose and, and the spiritual practice. Now it's just like, Oh yeah, I totally can do this. Yeah. And so Emily had mentioned she was on a standard American diet and maybe even like binging more heavily than some people with the whole like two batch cookie dough story and eating a whole pizza. I mean, that's definitely, we, there's definitely a lot of people that do that. Um, you know, I don't know if I've ever downed a whole pizza, but definitely in two days I could, I could have done that. I will say when I, when I came to Emily, I was healthy. I'm doing air quotes right now. If you're not watching on YouTube and if you're not watching on YouTube, come over here and say, hi, follow us over here. You can see our beautiful faces. Um, I was healthy. You guys know, if you know me, I've been a health nut for a long time. I was, I was vegetarian. I was vegan. I was gluten-free. Then I was paleo. I was actually, I didn't eat any animal protein for 10 years. I was vegetarian for 10 or 11 years. And then I, oh wait, no, I, I probably ate fish for three of those years. Um, but I wasn't eating, I didn't eat cheese. I didn't even like cheese until I became vegetarian. Um, and so I started to eat some dairy. Um, I never really liked eggs. I always felt good when I ate them, but I didn't like them. And so I was surviving off of legumes tree nuts, fruit, greens, healthy, right? Sounds like a really healthy diet, something that maybe like your nutritionist or your doctor would tell you to eat. Um, so why was my hair falling out? Why wouldn't my cuts heal? 
why did I have suicidal depression, even though I was living an amazing life, fully supported by half my family, <laughs> which is enough. You don't need you don't need mom and a dad. Um, and so I was miserable, but I was doing all the right things. I was active. I was eating healthy. And once I realized, you know, after starting to work with Emily, after just watching her interview, talking about carnivore with someone else, I realized there was something in my diet. There was something that wasn't in my diet that was in the diet of all of these different people that were experiencing joy. And if all of these doctors, all of these x-rays, MRIs, physical therapists, blah, 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 so many freaking professionals, so much money spent in the system to realize that they had no idea why I was feeling all these things. Emily and the other carnivore-ish people I was watching were literally pinpointing all of my symptoms and showing that with this introduction of animal fat and animal protein into your diet, there's a potential that you could feel better. It's like, wait a second, I have control over this? There's even there's even a sliver of a chance that I can feel better for basically free, right? Like just shifting what I put in my refrigerator and what I put in my body. I'm I'm in. I mean, you guys know me. I I was a pr- professional skier. If I even saw one person do something like the four minute mile, I think feel like I've talked about that on this podcast, but let's just do it again. So no one ran a four minute mile until someone ran a four minute mile. And now if you're a professional runner and you don't run a four minute mile, you're slow. So same with the whole women making a bunch of money online. One coach goes from $100,000 in debt to a million dollars in two years. Now we all know that's possible. So now you got all these people realizing, oh, I can do that too. I see someone go from bipolar, miserable life. I can't remember. If I, Emily, did you have suicide, suicidal ideation? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So that sucks. Um, beyond sucks. That's like not the right word to describe it. It's to, to it's really kind of the easy way out, actually. And once you once you're in that state where like the easy way out is to kill yourself, that's a that I mean, that should just show you how, how bad it is. I mean, every moment just serve, like, am I going to make it another day? am planning for the future. What am I going to do later today? I mean, that that right there is phenomenal to experience that thought when you are just hoping that the next 10 in the next 10 minutes you'll literally still be alive. I mean, I I don't have words to describe these sorts of feelings and that's why talk therapy is it's really difficult to actually heal this type of mindset that you get yourself in. But what's wild is that eating animal fat since I started eating animal fat I've only had, I was counting, um, somewhere around like 14 depressive days in the last three months. And I haven't had a manic depressive cycle in about two months. So I had one five-day period and then I had a couple days here and there, but they would come and then they would go. And they used to come and then I knew that'd be a spiral to like it would be weeks to months and I would just get ready to get flushed down the toilet basically and have all these visions of death and just all this crazy shit that used to go through my head. And I remember my the first time yeah, the first time I messaged Emily, maybe like three weeks into the eight week inner clarity system container, I was like, Emily, I just, I feel bad. And she's like, you, you see what you're saying here. You realize you feel bad, which meant you, you know what good feels like. I mean, it was, it really opened up my mind. I was like, wait a second. You're right. I was feeling good. And now I feel bad, which means I was feeling good. Holy shit. 
holy shit, could this possibly be working? I, I will say I went in like Emily did where I just ditched my old diet and went straight into the all meat diet. And I don't, I don't also don't recommend that because I went through this thing called um, oxalate dumping and I might've even approached oxalate toxicity. So almonds, spinach, vegetables, which I don't eat anymore. Um, those things have oxalates in them, which I don't really know too much about this, but basically when you're oxalate dumping, it feels like glass is being shoved out of your body in all directions. I still have a rash from it around my center. It was really, really rough. Um, and some people will actually shed like little glass-like particles. It'll come out your eyes. It'll come out all sorts of ways. Um, and so these foods that are high oxalate, which are mainly vegetables um, and tree nuts and like chocolate and stuff, they basically, when you're eating them, your body stores them kind of like like if you were to have a fuzz stuck to you, like um, um, what is it when it's like uh, not magnetic, but you know, like when a fuzz sticks to you, there's like a little bit of electricity or whatever, and it just sticks. Uh, um, yeah, that's how the oxalates. I know what you're talking about. Sorry, yeah, I don't have okay. that either. <laughs> I think you guys feel me. That's how the oxalates kind of stick to your body, and then static, electrostatic. Yeah, static. <laughs> Okay. Um, and so you guys can look up Sally Norton if you want to learn more about this. I took one of her, one of her workshops, Emily recommended it. Um, and so I was experiencing this oxalate dumping because once I stopped eating oxalate foods that were high in oxalates, my body was like, all right, let's get rid of this shit. And it let it all go into my bloodstream at once. Cause I was pretty much only eating foods that were high in oxalates. And then I stopped completely and went to an all meat diet, which Sally Norton will say, she does not recommend at all. And I didn't really realize this until I was like a month in um, and I was experiencing so much pain. Um, I was also, my, my, but my gut biome was changing. So imagine you have like flora and fauna in your gut and it's, it's feeding, it's feeding off of a carbon sugar diet. And you, you can have a carbon sugar diet without eating bread and candy, by the way, <laughs> like carbs and sugar come from a lot of different places. Fruit is a carb fruits, also sugar, um, legumes are carbs. So if you're like eating lentils or like, um, sprouted grains, like guess what? That's all still carbs and sugar. And so you're feeding a different type of gut biome. And so when you switch to an animal-based diet, you have to like re, I don't, I don't know if this is like scientifically how you explain it, but basically like you're regrowing new gut flora and fauna and they feed off of different things. So you kind of have to starve those old ones out and you feel like ass. If you were me, I felt like ass. So I'm on this carnivore diet. I actually feel worse than I did before, but like physically, like I'd never really had stomach problems before. I was doing this diet for my brain. I'm literally eating for my mental health. And so I was so thankful to have Emily. I would not have been able to do it without her. I mean, there was one point where I was up at four in the morning and they call it the carnivore high because you're not eating carbs. Carbs will put you to sleep. But when you eat a lot of meat, at this point I was on beef, salt, and water. So I was doing the lion diet. And I was awake and I was in so much pain, which you would think like, oh, well, why didn't you just eat or go back to your regular diet? I also had this knowing that this is what I needed to do. Um, it took me six weeks, I think, until I started to really feel that like sustained joy. And, and then I remember having like one five-day mixed episode cycle and that was my last one and that was like two two and a half months ago i've had one depressive day since and it was after getting very very sick after not sleeping for three days because i had this little bout of insomnia 
and I wasn't moving my body or feeding myself and I had one bad day, but I didn't even have suicidal ideation. So the fact that I can like label it and see it for what it is shows me how far I've come. I haven't felt this good in my entire life and I I owe it to Emily's coaching container. That means so much to me, Madeline. And, And it makes me so sad because here we are able to talk about this, mm-hmm. able to reach out and get help about this. How many people are suffering with bipolar disorder or mental illness, and they are just in this perpetual groundhog day, and they don't even know to listen to an episode of you know a conversation from someone yeah. like you or me. Yeah. And, and they're just constantly um, ready to not wake up the, the next day. Mm-hmm. Um, so I am so happy. It just, it motivates me so much whenever I hear stories like that. Thank you so much for sharing that. You're, you're so welcome. And, and you're right. I mean, when you're in that bipolar mindset, I, at least myself, I couldn't, I couldn't even read, let alone focus enough to listen to a whole, ep- a whole episode. That's kind of the problem. And you and I worked on that a little bit with your inner clarity system. Like how, how can we make it so this works for everyone. Cause you had told me recently, like I'm here to help miserable people. Um, and so can you, can you tell us a little bit about that? Like, I want to hear it from your voice because it's, it's just your, it's your freaking purpose. Yeah. And I think that that's one of the best things that I've gotten from hiring you, um, is that it's, I have someone who can come into this space with me and not only see what I'm doing, but that you remember what it was like before. And so what we're trying to do is get those like snippets where they can just, cause I couldn't have listened to an hour long podcast. I couldn't have listened to a three hour long podcast. There's no way I couldn't have read an article you get past one paragraph in a post and I'm done. Mm-hmm. I'm not reading anymore. Uh, just because I didn't have the capacity for it. Um, and so I love that now we can meet people where they're at and we can go to the miserable people who literally don't want to survive and they don't think it's possible. They look at me and they're like, Oh, well, you've got really good willpower. Mm-hmm. No. No, not the case. The cravings of the sugar and the processed food, I starved them out. Mm -hmm. And so as long as I ate enough animal fat, I didn't have them. So I had to be tough for like maybe a month, Mm -hmm. maybe 45 days. And then it like, it's like that craving just like released its hold on me. Mm-hmm. And now I don't even think about it. I walk in the grocery store, I walk past the cookies and the donuts and I'm like poison, mental illness, depression, suicidal ideation. Mm-hmm. No, thank you. Mm-hmm. I don't even see it as food anymore. And so that's what I want to do. I want to get to the miserable people and give them enough of a, a, a glimpse of hope and show them the first step. That's all they need to know. They don't need to know the whole game plan, just the first step to get out of that pit of mental illness hell. Yeah. Yeah. And so your system, we've talked about this. Yeah. So you guys, Emily and I, we were both each other's coaches and we, we should talk a little bit about that because it was difficult at the beginning. I, I thought it was going to be difficult. I was scared. 
I was really scared um, to be your business mentor and also show up and be vulnerable because I knew you were going to learn about my everything, my ups and my downs in business, my ups and my downs in my personal life, all of it. And at the same time, show up to you as a leader, right? Because we do our coaching for business, for your business in Voxer, which is an app I use with my clients. And then we do back and forth coaching in Marco Polo for for my transformational coaching with you in this app called Marco Polo, which is video messaging. We have really great boundaries. We have contracts in place. Um, the boundaries are set. However, I was really scared to show up and be vulnerable. And I am so thankful that we did this and that I was willing to to do that because it has been so fun to help you in your business. And you're right. I can I can see both sides. Like you must. Be, yeah, it's got to be cool. <laughs> you, you've told me many times like to have a coach who knows your system, went through the inner clarity system and has been diagnosed with multiple mental illnesses. Like I got diagnosed with bipolar three times this year by three different psychiatrists, had been diagnosed with depression, been diagnosed anxiety, been diagnosed PTSD um, once in 2018 and once currently. I mean, it's been a lot. And so to be able and in your the thing with marketing for your business is yet yeah, we're marketing to people that aren't their brain isn't fully isn't isn't fully focused on what they're looking at. And I'm not talking like ADHD isn't focused. I'm talking like your eyes are crossed and you you're like there's like a film in between what you're seeing. Like depression and it's mania. like you have no capacity. Yeah. 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 Talk a little more about that because you've said that word a couple of times, capacity. Um, so why don't you have full capacity, which would be like being able to focus on something and take it in? Well, if you think about it, you're basically in survival mode every single day. I was in survival mode for 10 plus years every single day. And so the body is so brilliant. And so what it does is it gets um, into the economy mode where it literally shuts down parts of your brain because it's like, okay, we got to keep her from committing suicide today. Mm -hmm. We got to keep her to the point that she can get out of bed. We got to keep her to the point that she puts food in her mouth, mm -hmm. that she cares for her child, that she goes to work. We got to keep her just functioning. We can't have her dream. We can't have her have visions and joy and, and anything else. Um, and so I literally didn't have the capacity when an article was put in front of me, my eyes would cross and I would just be like, uh, no, like I can't absorb it. And, and I remember being told, you know, no, just sit here and read it. And I would read the same paragraph over and over and over, or I would be listening to a podcast or a video or something. And I'd have to hit rewind. I missed the last five minutes. Cause I, my brain just, it's, it's, it's trying to sustain life. Mm -hmm. And I literally didn't have the capacity to learn. Yeah. Yeah. I, I remember the first um, couple of emails I read from you in the inner clarity system. It was, it was difficult. I wasn't, I wasn't actually able to, to read, just sit down and read the whole email. It's like, I looked at, and that's also part of the problem with how we write. I, you look at a piece of, paper or you look at the screen and it's usually black text on white 
it's a lot easier for your brain to recognize white text on black. And so unfortunately, when you type and open a Word document, you don't have an option to inverse the colors. Um, and you can start to see double vision. Uh, the words will start to blur together. This is not because I needed glasses. This is because I wasn't eating appropriately. You're, you're, the food you eat is fuel. We all know this. We all know this. And unfortunately, there's a lot of different diets that work for a lot of different types of people. And then the people that come up with those diets or the nutritionists that follow those diets think that that just works for everyone. Do I think this carnivore diet would fix every problem everyone has? No. Did it work for me and has it worked for many people who have experienced anxiety and depression? Yeah. When I see someone who's miserable now and or I'm, I'm talking to someone who's telling me about their daughter who had anxiety or is currently experiencing anxiety, nine times out of 10, they're, they're a vegetarian. I ask. I'm like, what are they eating? Oh, she's she's been vegetarian now for three years. Oh, what do you know? And like, I don't have a place really to say what their daughter should and shouldn't be doing. But what I always do then is just tell them my experience. Like, you know, I had suicidal ideation since middle school. And since switching to this carnivore diet, it's the first time in my life that I have felt well. Um, but it was very, very challenging. And I needed the help of multiple multiple professionals while I was doing this diet switch because I didn't taper off my old diet. I went full in. I was ready, right? I was a miserable person ready to make a change. I was motivated. I have this amazing business I wanted to continue to run and scale. I have this relationship that I'm in that I absolutely love and I just want to experience more and more joy in it. I have felt good in my life and I wanted to feel good again, but without the constant input of adrenaline. So adrenaline and endorphins used to be what would bring me joy and not even always. I'd be climbing mountains a lot of the time crying. A lot of the time. Those are like my favorite place to cry. It was just alone on a mountain, like with nothing between me and death other than me with picks in the ice. Um, and that would keep me going. And it's it was the adrenaline rush and the endorphin high that would give me these like it was almost, it was like manic joy. It was, it was too much. It wasn't just me being in a home, doing normal people things and feeling, I almost said stable, but like, that's what I would go for before this is I just wanted to be stable. And now I experience happiness without the input of a drug, without the input of alcohol, without the input of caffeine or sugar or, um, a really good workout. I don't, I don't, use those things now as crutches. And that's what's been so amazing. And that's that's been recent that I've gotten rid of all of my crutches. Um, am, I, am I introducing working out into my lifestyle now? Yes, but I'm not going out and running 20 miles a day in the mountains, which used to bring me a lot of happy chemicals to my brain, <laughs> but for a short period of time. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I did want to speak on um, us working together professionally. Um, I I really think that uh, that could have gone really bad. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> it didn't. And what's so beautiful is that it was it was undeniable. The first moment that you and I got on that very first phone call, I, I knew that I was supposed to work with you. Mm. And you knew 
that you were supposed to work with me. That, that magnetism was there. And I really think that's what held us together through this process and had us honor and respect those boundaries because it was very vulnerable for me to not have this really well put together business. And I, I, I'm literally just like did my best and it wasn't professional. It wasn't everything that it could be. And I was able to just be transparent with Madeline and just go here, here's my best. And here's the good, the bad, and the ugly and trust that she was going to still respect me as a coach and not judge me for my inability to run my business the best. And on the flip side, I was able to walk in in complete honor into this space with Madeline to say, okay, I recognize that you have, you know, this mental illness, but I also see your absolute brilliance as a business consultant, business coach, that it was just like, as a professional, I, I think we both were able to set aside and, and to um, see each other in the different roles at the different times. Um, and so I, I really don't think I could have done that with anyone else, Madeline. I just, I want to thank you so much mm. for honoring me. Oh, you're welcome. I mean, I think we need to be thanking God because I don't even know how we were able to do that because I, you know, I've had relationships with other people where, um, you know, we're both utilizing each other's services and something always happens. So something always happens and nothing's happened yet that has derailed us. In fact, we've signed up for another year together, which will be the longest commitment um, contractual agreement that I've ever had with um, both a client and a coach. So that is pretty phenomenal. And yeah, I just want to, you know, give it up to God because he brought us together and he really is working through you in my life in, in so many ways and um, vice versa. Like for, for whatever reason, these ideas come through me for you, for your business and they freaking work. And it's amazing. It's so cool. To it's see. so amazing. Like I'll, I'll get, it's like, it's like drinking from a fire hose sometimes. <laughs> like I'll get a message from you and you're just like, boom, 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 boom. And it's not like kind of good idea, maybe good idea, sub idea. It's like brilliance poured out. Uh, like it, it's absolutely phenomenal. And, um, for me personally, I just, I feel like, uh, win, win, win. Like all of this is a win. Yes. Oh, me too. Me too. Hmm. Oh, wow. Okay. So is there, oh, whew, there's a part of your journey our listeners might want to hear about that we haven't talked about yet. Um, so how, how much weight did you lose when you switched to the carnivore <laughs> diet? I lost, um, there, I really don't know what I tipped the scales at. I think I was around 260. Um, but my documented weight from the doctors, 250 was the highest. Um, and now I'm 130, um, consistently, like I've been at 130 for over three years. Mm -hmm. 
and didn't even try, like wasn't even my goal. Um, now I see that that was all inflammation. Um, and so, yeah, yeah, so, uh, over 120 pounds. Eating fat, mainly fat, fat. (laughs) mainly fat. Can you tell everyone, tell everyone what you eat, how many calories in fat and how many calories in protein you eat a day? Um, I don't know the calorie breakdown. I do know that I eat about 2,800 calories a day. Mm. Um, and, and that's just on average. Sometimes it's more. Um, and, uh, I eat, um, about 10 ounces of fat a day and that's just beef fat trimmings. Like I literally go to the farm and I buy bags of fat um, beef fat trimmings and I cut it up into little pieces. And so I eat it like a side. And so I have a side of ground beef, a side of steak, and then a side of fat. And I just, I eat it all. Yeah. Um, it took me quite a few, I would say, even say months, two months to start eating frozen raw beef fat. Um, I was, I just had to get over and I don't recommend you just go to the store and, and eat the fat raw off a steak. Like we're getting this from farms and it's our choice and it's what we do. This is not a recommendation to you um, because there's a lot. I mean, you should go through Emily's inner clarity system. There's a lot of things you want to think about when you're buying your meat from places, especially if you want to eat it raw. Um, and the frozen raw beef fat for me was so much better than the cooked beef fat. Um, I do know now that fat is, it's not just, it's, it's even not the protein. It's the fat is the reason why I feel good because the, the times, those depressive days that I'm talking about, the times where I didn't feel well, specifically the most recent one when I was sick, I, it, I was eating a half a pound of bacon and four eggs in the morning religiously. And then three days went by that I didn't do that. And I had a depressive cycle. And then I ate bacon the either that night or the following day, and I felt better. And I had tested this over the course of three months. And so I think it's really like, and even right now, I'm, I haven't eaten, I didn't eat properly today. Um, like I had some ham this morning, um, and then I had yogurt. And I had prepped my burger, so I get ground beef, and then I get the beef fat. This is the only way that I'll eat it cooked. Um, Because if you just like fry up beef fat, it's just, (laughs) it's just kind of gross on its own. But I I make 60, 40 or 50, 50 beef basically like ground beef. And so I'll take the ground beef and I'll cut up the frozen raw beef fat and like into really tiny little shavings. And then I just make a patty. Um, I do eat mustard, I will say, but not with the turmeric in it, just like stone ground mustard. So that's like the the spice that I eat. And then I eat salt. Um, And so I am feeling a little spacey today and I haven't had my beef fat yet. And so I know because it's my body that the beef fat is really important. Now, I thought at the beginning of this diet that, well, I just, I had a lot of issues, right? I had autoimmune stuff going on. I had, I was diagnosed also subclinical hyperthyroidism and periodic limb movement disorder in my sleep and all the psychiatric stuff that I was talking about. And so I eliminated everything, all fruits, all vegetables. I told you I was on beef salt water for about two plus weeks. Um, and that didn't quite jive with me. And so I, that's when I brought in eggs, which the reason we knew to bring in eggs, should we talk about the spiritual stuff? Yeah, go. Okay. So we've been using the body code. Um, I don't have the book with me. Who wrote it? 
Do you have it? In uh, Bradley, Dr. Dr. Bradley Nelson. No, it, I have it on audible. Okay. Sorry. Okay. So, um, I have the, I got the emotion code from the library and Emily has the body code app and I was really struggling with what I, I knew I needed to bring something in to my diet because, you know, I was oxalate dumping and the only way to stop oxalate dumping is to eat things with oxalate. So that's like vegetables and fruits basically. And I'm allergic to raw tree nuts. I should mention that I was eating raw tree nuts for 15 years, even though I knew I was allergic to them. And so that could be part of the reason why I have this thyroid thing. It could be part of the reason why I had the the constant brain fog and migraine headaches um, and body aches, a blood allergy to almonds wanted to be paleo and vegetarian. So I microdosed myself with these things I was allergic to until my body could tolerate it. So your body will change. Your, your body is crazy. <laughs> like it can do magical things. We literally create little, like humans as women. So um, just remember that <laughs> your body can change. Um, and so let's see, where where was I going with this? Okay. So I was eating beef, salt, and water. And then I decided I wanted to introduce more foods into my diet. I didn't, I realized through watching Sally Norton that I could be oxalate dumping for years based on how, you know, I ate them my entire life. And so I wanted to start introducing foods. And I wanted to start with animal foods. So what type of dairy, egg sort of thing could I bring into my diet on top of the beef salt water? Um, Because chicken wasn't working for me at that point either. I would get sick every time I cooked my ribs and chicken broth. So I went, I then was just cooking my ribs and my steaks and stuff if I was using an Instant Pot because I wanted like the cheaper cut of meat, like a chuck steak or ribs and water and salt. That's it. So Emily said... Why not, you know, if my, if your intuition is off, right, I was still kind of brain fogged here. This was like four weeks in, you know, it took me six plus weeks to really start feeling some clarity with this, around this diet. Um, why not use a pendulum? And I have, I'm a very spiritual person. I mean, I was hanging out with the Hare Krishnas at one point. I've been Reiki attuned for 10 years, but since getting sober from alcohol, I've been, um, I've just been in a different mind state with religion and spirituality. Um, I see it now as like God is this universal energy and like God is it. And the pendulum for some reason, I don't know if it was a little bit of bipolar spark or something, it threw me off. And so Emily suggested it as what if it's God's hand working through you because your brain is still brainwashed by the foods you're detoxing from and the lifestyle and, and the mental strain that you've had um, on your body this whole time? What if that's still getting in the way of you achieving your inner clarity? And so I, since Emily suggested the pendulum, I've been using the pendulum to ask questions about my investments in business, asking the pendulum about foods. Sometimes the pendulum one day will say yes to a food and no to a food another day. At the beginning, I was asking the pendulum, which is like, I talk like I'm asking something, like I'm asking myself, I'm asking God, basically. It's like a prayer. Your subconscious. Yeah. It's your universal life force energy. You could see it as chi. You could see it as the Holy Spirit working through you. And so a pendulum, I should explain if you guys don't already know, is a string. Basically, yeah, Emily, hold it up. It's a metal string with usually a crystal on the end. And you. everybody kind of has their own way of asking it and getting answers. For me, if it doesn't spin at all and just stays straight when I ask it something, it that's a no. And then it spins to the right if it's a yes. And I'm not moving my hand. 
And so, yeah, if you think this is crazy woo-woo witchcraft, whatever, buy, unsubscribe, that's fine. I'm not for everyone. But this thing has transformed the way that I feel because it's allowed me to introduce these foods that I didn't know I could have. I was having so many autoimmune issues that most of the foods that are on the shelf, I cannot eat for whatever reason, which I'm still in the market to explore because I don't think I was just born with all these allergies. I think there's a reason for it. So mm-hmm. we're working through the body code to figure that out as well. Um, but the pendulum, the cool thing about that is it told me that, you know, okay, a little bit of yogurt will be all right. Blueberries will be all right. Butternut squash. Um, lately I've been introducing sweet potatoes. I wanted some carbs I wanted to be able to sleep. I wanted, I I just feel better with a little bit of carbs, but broccoli hurts my stomach. Like there's, I don't, I'm not doing vegetables. I'm not doing spices. Um, I don't think that you need to eat those things. Oh, you know what I actually did have last night? Um, For, yeah, I did have a vegetable last night. I had an artichoke, which, yeah, yeah. I've been reading up on thyroid health and that was on the cover of this book. I did not ask the pendulum though. So I wonder if, I wonder if that's part of my brain fog today. I, I don't know. This is, this is really just an experiment. All I know is that I feel great when I have the animal fat and I know I can have more than that. Now I know there's some people that cannot cause it opens up a door for all these other types of things. I just have never been a cookies and cake and ice cream girl. So I'm lucky in that sense that I'm not craving those things. The only things I crave are like, I don't know, nothing, cream, 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 (laughs) cream, 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 raw cream. Um, And that's fat. (laughs) There's literally no carbs in that. Um, So I've been talking for a while now. Emily, do you want to talk a little bit about the, what do you, what do you call it? Energy work, spiritual work, this whole sector of body code pendulum stuff that you do. Well, you know, I think that we all come from our own background. And for me, the the best way that I can wrap my mind around it is prayer. Um, and, and so it is a very spiritual work. Um, and, and what I do and like what I was doing whenever I, I worked with you or for you in this energy work was it was just a genuine love that I came into this moment and I said, Father, please let me, uh, let's get some answers for Madeline so that Madeline can feel better. Um, Give us direction, God. Mm -hmm. And, And what I love about the pendulum is that it gets me out of the way. It is not me going, I think it should go like this, or I think it should go like this. It, it takes the human aspect out of it. And then we're able to just get the answer and then go with it and go, oh, oh, that's what you want. Okay. And the cool part is, is that you get to test it. You get to, you get to be the doubter. You get to go, I don't believe in this. I don't think this is going to work. God's not really talking to me through a pendulum, Mm -hmm. through my subconscious. I'm not really able to tap into Madeline's subconscious. Not everybody can, but I have that spiritual gift. Um, And so I was able to tap into Madeline's subconscious, demonstrate for her some things. And then Madeline was like, 
I got this. And then Madeline was able to do it. Yeah. Um, and so it, it, for me, what I like is it gets us out of our head, out of our conscious thoughts into our subconscious thoughts, because our subconscious thoughts know exactly what's wrong. When we go to a doctor, they're guessing. Yeah. Even when they look at the, um, the blood work or the tests or anything, they're going, um, I think you have this. Mm -hmm. And then they're guessing at the solution. They're guessing. What I love with this work is that it goes straight to this problem and then gives you the exact solution. And then you get to test it out and then you get to know, Yeah. you get to know, oh, I did this and it worked. Yeah. And that's the thing you, you test it out. And for For me, you know, I've been testing out the answers that this pendulum has given me that God has given me now for weeks, eight weeks, two months, and it's on point. Um, You know, the pendulum will say no to certain things and I'll eat it and I'll have a reaction. At the beginning, I was asking the pendulum, like, is my name Madeline the first time just to like make sure. And every single time it spun right. I'm just like, this is I'm just I'm surrendering God like literally about, I don't know, a couple, a couple months ago, half a year ago, I told God, I was like, whatever you want with my life at this point, just I'm here. I I will, I will do it. You want me to go work at a church? I will do it. I don't want to, but I will do it. <laughs> you, you want me to be a, a life coach or business coach? I really want to do that. But if you don't want me to, okay, I won't. I just want to feel joy. I want to help people. I want to be happy and okay through this roller coaster of emotions that I'm still here to experience. I want the whole human experience, but I just want to be on my path. I just want to be on my path. That's all I wanted. I don't know if you guys can relate with that. I just want to know that I'm on the right path because a lot of the times we can be running frantically in the wrong direction and not even know it because we're so used to culture um, celebrating hustle and grind. And so you fall and you hit your face against the wall over and over again, and you still keep running towards the freaking wall because you think that's the way to go. But guess what? God doesn't want you to suffer the whole time you're here. (laughs) You were born to be prosperous. You were born to experience joy. You were born to love. Can we talk about love, Emily? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And I think, I I think love is the divine solvent. You know, I mean, I'm sure that there are moments where I I know specifically other clients, I've had other clients come to me with, you know, um, they're upset about this or, and they're just seeing things through their bipolar lenses. And um, I just drip love on them. And not in a manipulative way, because it has to come from like my core, like you can't fake genuine love. Like you just can't, like you can fake manipulation and and all that kind of stuff. But love is one of those things that it is so pure. And when you get that right, it literally dissolves everything. Love is the divine solvent. Mm -hmm. And so no matter what people would come to me with, you know, be it that they're complaining about their husband or, you know, their job or whatever. And I would just love them in that moment. It was just like, it, it was almost like a chiropractor. Like it would just, like it would just align everything. And they would be like, 
oh, I think I should blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, you should. I'm like, go, go do that. How can you do that? And then I just love them through that. And then I just cheer them on. And it's, it's very different whenever you're being cheered on by somebody who doesn't mean it. You can smell that from a mile away. And when I cheer people on, they're like, they'll even message me back. They're like, do you really believe in me? And I'm like, yeah, I really do. Like, I really see your worth. I really see your brilliance. And, and I just hold that vision of them and, and then they just align to it. And it's just pure miracle. It's absolutely beautiful watching people transform before my very eyes. Yeah. And it's all based in love and love is not hard. You just got to start where you're at. Like, is this a human? Yeah. Do they have good in them? Yeah. I'm sure there's good somewhere in them. Do they make me feel good some of the times? Yeah. So you just, you start where you're at and you just love somebody mm. so intensely. Um, and that that's just, that's been uh, the way that I've been able to get through to people who are miserable. Yeah. Hmm. So how do you get through to yourself when there's someone in your life that is out to get you? And you want to forgive them or you want to love them. Um, specifically, you can bring up scripting if you if you feel called to talk about that. Just some sort of tool. You know, it's the new year and there's some people that have resolutions that maybe are aligned to wanting to love a family member or love a person in their life that doesn't isn't loving them. <laughs> It's really difficult to love someone that doesn't love you and actively maybe does the opposite. So what do you do when you're in that sort of scenario? Yeah. Um, scripting is my favorite technique for that. Um, and that has been so helpful. Um, first I had to get to the point where I had to be honest and make it known to myself and to God that I don't want to hate this person. This anger is not serving me because we, we do what we think is logical in the moment. And so this person hurt me. And so it was logical for me to hate them and to want them dead and to wish them dead and to fantasize about their death uh, or fantasize even about them, like moving away or not being in my space. But I recognized that that those feelings and those thoughts were not serving me. And so first I had to make that decision. And then once I did, I went to scripting and it's, it's very similar to what I just said with the love is you have to write statements that are true. And at first it's going to feel really surface. Like, um, I can see that there is another, there's a possibility of another option besides this person dying. I can see that if they behaved differently, I wouldn't want them dead. You know, so you have to start where you're at. You can't be like, I love this family member and I'm going to go over and give them a hug. Yeah. No, number one, that's dangerous. They're toxic. They're evil. They're horrible. 
you know, no, don't go run and hug them. Start with the scripting and then every day, every day. That was the hard part for me because I felt it on say Monday and then I would read it on Tuesday and I'm like, I don't feel this at all. Like I don't feel this for love for this person. But accumulatively over time, it took me, I would say a good year to love this person that had literally single-handedly wrecked my life in the courts, like horrible, horrible, totally messed up my family. And I was able to love that person and love that person like genuinely um, down to the point now where uh, I had a um, all day event with this person last week with the holidays and not once did it just like get me a, like irrit irritable or anything. Like I was in just like this bubble of love mm -hmm. and joy. And then I, I left and I, I came back home and I was like, I'm okay. I'm okay. Like I'm all intact. I don't need to go take a nap. I don't need to go cry. Like I got through a day with that person and I'm, I'm in love. I'm good. Mm. And it's, it's a miracle. Only God could do that. Yeah. Yeah. That is a miracle. I think a lot of people can, can relate to that needing to go take a nap or cry after spending time with someone that, um, has, has actively hurt you. Um, but to be able to be in that moment now with the person and feel love, I mean, that is so special. And that is something that I would, that's a place I would like to get at in my life. Like that is a life goal for me. I know working with Emily that I can accomplish life goals in a fraction amount of the time it would have taken because at the beginning of her inner clarity system, she had, which is the eight week program that you go through with Emily. First, you sign up for a discovery call, $111. And then if you guys both feel like you want to go uh, into relationship with each other, you work together for eight weeks. That's the, the standard format for Emily. And so during the beginning of that process um, of the eight week inner clarity system, what was I even going to say? Where was I going with that? <laughs> you were talking about um, life goals, how you this can artichoke. Uh, I'm going to have to ask the pendulum. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So at the beginning of this, of the eight week inner clarity system, she has you write out your, I think I did like a 45 day plan. And so in that 45 day plan, I had said that I wanted to experience no tingling in my hands or my fingers or my face eight, after the eight week inner clarity system. And it took four days, <laughs> four days. So with my life goal of experiencing unconditional love towards people that I currently hate, I, I do think that we can accomplish that in less than a year. Um, but I need to show up and do the work, right? Like Emily can meet you at the gym. She is a magical human being, just an open, an open vessel overflowing with love that allows divine energy of the the universe to flow through her and come into you that is that is what she is and that's why she's a transformational coach because you are different at the end of working with her and even at the beginning things change very quickly so a clarity call with her 60 minutes that might even be all you need just get in emily's ah. sphere <laughs> I've had a lot of people say that they'll message me back and they're like, I'm better. 
Like I'm better. I'm fine. And I'm like, great. I'm like, awesome. That's all you needed. But then there's some people that really need the help. And what I think is really important to point out is that some people need a witness. Mm. And, and so I think that that is, uh, the, that is a powerful component in this process to have somebody witnessing you and that you're able to bounce stuff off of. Like, for instance, um, you have access to me every day through an app called Marco Polo. And it is so cool because not only are you like sending this, this voicemail or, or this message that you're talking to me, you, who are you looking at on the camera? You're looking at yourself. You're witnessing yourself mm. say, I feel better. You're witnessing yourself saying, I am forgiving myself for this or for that. Um, and so it is like tremendous. It's exponential what we can get done whenever two or more are gathered and they're intent on one goal. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's not, you guys, this isn't just diet coaching. <laughs> this is your whole life. This is your relationships. This is your mental health. I mean, I think it's kind of starts with, with diet, but there's a lot of other components. Um, do you want to talk a little bit about the inner clarity system? Yeah. So, um, my husband and I, whenever we designed this, um, he said to me, babe, you're not gonna just halfway do anything. You're going to go all in. And what was happening was I had these little 30 minute, um, coaching sessions and it was, it, it was, it became unethical because people would get all this like pumped up and they'd be like, okay, I got it. I got it. I got it. And they would go and they would fall flat on their face. Hmm. And what I found was it was the people who stayed connected to me that even on the bad days, they stayed connected to me. Those were the people that thrived. And so my husband was like, we need to just build the system to be eight weeks. And, um, honestly longer it's honestly for life because in the eight weeks we have four one-on-ones. Um, and then we have a weekly meeting. It's a group meeting and that link you get for life, the life of the program. I'm, I'm anticipating that I'll probably do this for at least a decade. That's my commitment. Um, and so you have literally weekly meetings for 10 years yeah. and you can always come back and connect with me. Um, and then what, what we've, we've, we've found is that the individual daily coaching is the most powerful and that's the most transformative and that's $6,500. And so whenever you think about it, like whenever I think back to whenever five years ago, when I was so miserable, I would have put anything on a credit card. I would have sold my car just to have a fraction of the joy that I have now, a fraction of the, the, uh, capability. I mean, I'm knocking it out of the park every single day. I wouldn't have even known that it, it was, I was capable of this and the same thing for my clients. Um, and so then we decided that there are some people that, you know, maybe they, they don't need that daily, um, access. So we, we have the weekly meetings and that's $1,800. But like I said, that's for life, um, the life of the program. Um, and so it has been amazing. And then I, I 
my central nervous system needed to be able to sleep at night. Um, and so I'm so thankful God gave me this idea a year ago, absolutely a year ago, every single Saturday at 11 a.m. Central Standard Time, I have a free group and it is open to the world. All you have to do is go to emilypenton.com and get that link for the Saturday food support group. We record those meetings. And even if you're so mentally ill right now that you can't get into that Zoom meeting, you can go watch the replay on YouTube. And there's a year's worth of meetings, support group, other people who come who have the same negative self-image and they have really overcome that through the processes that that we talk about in inner clarity system. Mm. Oh, yes. All of that. All those links will be below. Um, you can go to emilypenton.com and find anything, but I will make sure that there's a clarity call link, um, the inner clarity system sales page, the food support group. I'll put it all there for you guys. Um, so that you can go and figure out which way you want to connect with Emily. You can also connect with her on Instagram. Um, and so go ahead and reach out and send her a message, say hello to a video message, open it up and say, hi, show her your face and witness yourself where you're at now. I'm actually, I'm so thankful to have those Marco Polo messages from the beginning. I've been wanting to go back and just see specifically the ones where I was crying and oxalate dumping and so miserable, like four weeks into this diet when I was in Texas. Do you remember that? Yeah, that was scary. That was, was that was like, I, I said a lot of extra prayers through those, those weeks. Like, Lord, just be with my Madeline. Yeah. You know what? Two more things here, you guys. So the first thing I want to mention is it's more than just experiencing joy. It's experiencing your full capability. When you are fully capable, when you're not tired at the end of a day, when you're not tired at the beginning of a day, when you have focus to do what it is you have to do and then also energy to do what you want to do, I bet half of you don't experience that. There's a reason for that. You were born to experience that. So don't settle for less. Don't settle for less than that. Do you have anything you want to say on that? Yeah, because I think a lot of people don't know how good good feels like they they don't understand believing in themselves they don't understand um being able to have a goal <laughs> their goal is to survive yeah. it's just like speaking another language to them like what's your what's your goal in the next year uh to make it uh or or to not my goal is to not wake up tomorrow that would be my goal you know yeah. uh and so it's a whole different ball game whenever you actually start to love yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, you know, working with Emily as a transformational coach, you'll be able to figure out what that is for you. Like Emily and I decided, um, uh, it's not about, you know, being a carnivore. And at the beginning she kept telling me carnivore is not the goal. Carnivore is not the goal. I didn't get that because carnivore was like the one thing that I was clinging on to, to like not have to go on a bunch of psych meds basically, or like quit my business. Um, so like carnivore has to be the answer for me, but it, it's not the answer for me. I'm carnivore ish. I actually now eat more carbs than I did three months ago, but I used to survive literally barely survive off of only carbs. So, which for me was like mm -hmm. sourdough bread, fruit, 
Um, and then, yeah, those tree nuts. And I ate like a lot of broccoli and a lot of just like treat sort of things that I would make. They were paleo and healthy and sugar-free. Oh, that too. I literally was sugar-free. Like, and all this stuff was still happening to me. I now know that I can eat honey. How cool is that? It's like I was so anti-sweetener because I was, quote unquote, trying to be healthy, but I didn't ever really tap into what was right for me. I was just following literally every trend diet ever. (laughs) The gluten-free, the vegan, the vegetarian. I did the pescatarian, the paleo, then the keto, then the keto. That's when we started working together. I would I had done keto for about, I don't know, four weeks or so. Yep. Keto and then into carnivore. Um well yeah, and, and I think it's important to find out what works for you. Yeah. You know, and that's why I love the pendulum because yeah. then we don't have to we don't have to know. We don't have to follow what Dr. So and so says or this influencer who's showing her belly button, you know, <laughs> like who cares? What does your subconscious, your subconscious knows what you're supposed to eat. Your subconscious is in there and, and set and is ready to tell you, Hey, you're supposed to eat more of this. And even how much I had this one client, um, she was, it came up that she was supposed to eat pumpkin Mm. and she was just like pumpkin. Okay. How much found out it was a third of a cup a day. So she found out, or, or no, it was a fourth of a cup, I think a third or a fourth. And, and so we can ask even specific numbers, specific measurements. Um, and I would have never, never known that without the, the emotion code. Yeah. Yep. Go get yourself that book. Check the library. Um, you can get the Audible version. I highly recommend getting it paperback copy if you can. There's also an app if you want to learn more about pendulum work. Um, I keep pitching your services, but you can also just go and get on a call with Emily. Um, there's If you have energetic blocks in your body or your, uh, yeah, you're experiencing any sort of issues mentally or physically, the pendulum work might not work for you, but it actually can. Other people can do pendulum work for you, which I think is really yeah. cool. Similar to getting distance Reiki. Um, and Emily, do you have to be fully open to that in order to receive it or get the right messages from it? Nope. I had this client who she, she was open to me. Mm-hmm. She wasn't open to what I was doing. She said, um, she was at a, 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 just a horrible situation in her marriage. And she said, okay, do your woo woo stuff. Do your, do your weird prayer stuff. And so I did, I did an entire 45 minute session on her with the pendulum work. And I, I worked on actually for her specifically, uh, uh, dissolving her heart wall, because mm. we have this heart wall where we have all these trapped emotions and we, we, we use it. It's, it's a survival technique to protect us, but it inhibits us from being able to love, um, properly and, and in a healthy way. Um, anyway, I dissolved her heart wall. And she contacted me less than a week later and she was like, I don't know what you did, but it worked. I love my husband and my husband loves me. And we were ready to divorce. And I was just like, whoa, like, it's so cool. So yeah, I can, I can definitely do that for other people that don't believe in it. And now she's a believer. (laughs) And 
Emily has more stories also. I've heard many more from being in relationship with her and talking to her all the time. Um, yeah, I mean, even myself, I was at first, you know, someone who believed in this stuff, but also was just got, once it was presented to me, like, you can do this, it's like, I don't know if actually that's real. I'm not sure if that's going to work. Um, and the reason I keep talking about it here is because it has helped me. And I just want you to know that that sort of work has helped other people too. And it is real. It's real in my world. It's real in, em real in Emily's world. And you get to decide if you want it to be real in yours. <laughs> anything, anything that you'd like to leave the listeners with today, Emily? No, um, anybody who is considering working with you, though, um, should absolutely, um, you have exponentially helped my business because I am really, really, really good at this. And I'm not so good at marketing and uh, organizing my business. And what I love about what you did is you came in to meet me where I was at. You didn't come in and go, okay, Emily, you need to do this and this and this and this and this. You said, Emily, your central nervous system needs to be on board with this. Mm. And so it wasn't difficult. Every other time that I've talked to people who are business consultants, like my eyes would glass over and I'd be like, okay. And then I'm like, all right, I got this list of, you know, homework that I got to go do. And it was just, it was like nails on a chalkboard, but talking to you, it was just like, fun. Like we get to do this. This is fun. I enjoyed working. I enjoy still now working with you. And, um, th that's priceless to me. Absolutely priceless that I can do this my way and operate in love. Like you literally do love me. Like you come into to me and you saw my center of brilliance and you said, okay, this is how we should display it. Yeah, it's a combination of mindset and strategy and it's it, you you have to be you. You we have to do it your way. There's no other way than to do it your way. <laughs> and so figuring out what that means is what we did together. Cuz you can Google how to start an affiliate program. You can Google how to message the perfect Instagram post, but you didn't, was it you that explained it, explained it to me this way? You can't see the label from the inside of the bottle. Someone mm. told someone told me that, and it it wasn't it. me, but I like that. Yeah, yeah. You can't see your own label from the inside of the bottle, which is why I'm now outsourcing marketing. I'm getting on a call in two weeks now with this marketing team. I'm really excited about bringing that into my business, even though I teach marketing. I can't see my own label from inside the bottle. I'm great at helping other people with their marketing. But for myself, I'm kind of just, mm, I'm okay where I'm at. Ah, strategy. I don't know if I actually want to do that. <laughs> so. Well, and I've noticed a difference in you since you've gotten more inner clarity, more mental mm. clarity, that you've really stepped your game up oh, with uh, your marketing. It's been brilliant. It's been so cool to watch. Thank you. Oh, I appreciate that. And you told me at the beginning of our time together, you know, back in August, 
that, you know, Madeline, I'm already learning so much from you. I, you know, I had no idea you were feeling this way and experiencing all these things. Like imagine what it's going to be like as a CEO in your business when you have that mental clarity. And I look back now at my notes because I'm, I'm doing this thing now with the new year, bringing it in by going through and I go through this whole process where I have these words that I come up with for 2022 and what do I want my vibe to be for 2023? What are all the lessons I learned in 2022? What memories do I want to bring with me into the new year? And I just, I'm looking at my notes from last year and I couldn't focus on one thing. I could not make a freaking decision. I did not trust myself. I was bouncing around so much. I was feeling like I had to do everything. And now I'm just like simplicity is my 2023 word, like wholeness experiencing. I should write clarity down because I have clarity now and it's growing. I'm not even I would say I'm about, I've, I'm exponentially, I'm literally the happiest I've ever been. And, and this is compared to like being on top of mountains, like giving graduate commencement speeches. I'm just, I'm just in a good mood nearly all the time, every day doing nothing. Even if I'm not working out, as long as I'm eating my diet so far, that's been, that's been my diet, the Madeline diet. That's been working for me. Yeah, the Madeline diet, which is like orange fruits, basically. Some orange fruits, which would be like my squashes. That's that's fruit for me because that's a fruit. Um, And then, yeah, the occasional sweet potato and steak and fat, bacon, ham, (sighs) pork belly. Like that is the Madeline diet right now. Little grass-fed sausages if I can just keep that going, I get to start now adding things onto it. Things as in now, maybe I can go push my limits working out. Now maybe I can, which is what I'm currently what I'm working on is pushing my limits with sleep. I'm moving my sleep cycle. So I have a delayed sleep cycle, which if you're a night owl, that means you have a delayed sleep cycle. You get all this energy at like 5, 6 p.m. You want to stay up until 3 or 4 working on stuff in the morning and then you wake up late. Um, But currently I've been moving that sleep cycle sooner and sooner into the morning. And so I'm kind of turning myself into a morning person. It feels pretty great. I wouldn't not have been able to do this 12 weeks ago. And so you get to add, once you get, once you get ground zero taken care of, like, okay, I'm, I'm stable right now. You get to experience more than just stability. You get to experience your full capacity. So thank you for saying that, Emily, because I feel like I'm just getting started. (laughs) I'm so excited and I get to watch, I get a front row seat to this complete transformation and I'm just, I'm so honored. Yes, you get a BTS behind the scenes. Oh my gosh. It. Thank you for staying on here so long with me, all of you, Emily, and all of the listeners. This has been such a joy, and you will hear more from Emily, I am sure, in the future on this podcast. She also has a podcast, so we'll link to your YouTube as well, Emily. Sounds good. All right, everyone. Thanks for being here. Bye. Hey, loyal listener. Please rate and review this podcast. Your feedback is needed and you matter. It would be an honor if you shared this with a friend. Send this episode to whoever pops into your mind first. It's like a little exercise on intuition. 
and trust that that insight is the hand of God working through you to make someone else's life better today. Visit themadelineshow.com to stay up to date on my free trainings and different offerings, including self-paced online programs that activate your mind and enhance your life. Who knows, maybe you'll find something today that completely changes your tomorrow.